Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on. Please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com. All right, welcome back. Doing another show. This We're going to do football on this one. NFL. Um, we haven't talked NFL other than like a little blurb, I think we did. Yeah, I think when we did the uh, Barry Melrose, um, yeah, because we were so stoked about the the new the, the, the hockey music. <laughs> but uh, I think I did a little bit on fantasy football mm-hmm. on the on the on the solo episode, right? Which I think all of my predictions are wrong. <laughs> I think they I think I ended up wrong. Whoever put money on that one, yeah. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, we can all we can get into sports betting later on in this too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we were like you and I had, had were having conversations just about the NFL in general, and we were like, we haven't talked about football. Like you and I have not really talked football in. I think we're on episode thirty five. Yeah, and we haven't done any of it. And the funny part was when we first started this. Yeah, we thought we were going to talk football. No, like, we figured once mostly, a month at least. Yeah, we figured we'd be mostly football. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know maybe some current events thrown in there. And it's kind of been the uh, the opposite, <laughs> but um, so basically what we're saying is if no one likes this episode, screw you guys. This is what we actually started a podcast to do, right? <laughs> but hey, you know, um, whatever. But it's it's so definitely a it's been a weird NFL season to me. Um, there were a bunch of teams, so. I figured that you'd have someone clearly out in top, maybe two teams. Because my my son asked me uh, the other day, "Who's going to the football dad or the Super Bowl dad?" He's like, "I don't know," and it's hard to say. Nobody knows right now, you know. And usually by this point in the season, you can kind of see who the front runners are. If you would ask me at week four, I probably said, "Hey, Baltimore's a good shot. They have to get past Kansas City," Um, but Kansas City's not impressive. Baltimore's not impressive, um, especially as of late. They really haven't been uh, a lot of. They seem Baltimore always. See, the Ravens always seem to bring it uh, in the end of the <laughs> the end of the game. Um, but, they're giving me a heart attack. Definitely. But. So you know, guys, if you're listening, um, could you not do that? You know, you can win the game in the first quarter. Yeah, it'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> Save me some. Uh, some heart palpitations. It, it was nice when we were still doing fall ball because, like, they were losing. I'd be like, ah, whatever. And I'd come home and put the fourth quarter and be like, oh, look at this. Right. <laughs> so that's when I saw the, the, the goat kick the greatest field goal of all time. That's right. So, um, but I missed that entire game except for the important part, which was at the very end. So, but, yeah, when you look at the NFL standings, I mean, it's not uh, – well, on the NFC side, you have the, the – uh, Cardinals, who are kind of running away with that at nine and two, but yeah. you know I haven't really looked at their at their strength of their schedule and who they've been playing so far. Um, they but, and they might even be better than that because they uh, Kyler Murray has had a little bit of injury issues mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, I think if he doesn't get injured, I don't think they have. I don't think they they lose at least one of those. Um, J.J. Watt going out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, J.J. Watt's over the hill. There's something about a J.J. Watt 
brings a different kind of attitude right to the defense and I think um I think they're probably going to have to re refine their uh their inner their inner JJ Watt on, on that defense but I I think they'll be fine yeah um but JJ Watt limits um just the threat of JJ Watt limits someone you're cuz you always have to be mindful of that presence right so when he's not there you know that you can get away with some different blocking schemes because you're not you don't have to double team him. You don't have to ensure that certain players are on him or get a playoff in time. It gives you more time and, and more freedom when he's not there. So it's just that factor, that X factor. And the thing is, whether dude's running it at you know his five years ago rate or right. now, plus you you also have the intangibles of the the leadership and experience that he brings. Yeah. Um, but in that division though. You got the Rams, who I don't think everyone—I don't think people thought they were going to be as good as they were right off the bat. They—they've had a little bit of a stumbling block. They've lost their last two, but I mean Matthew Stafford seems to be the right quarterback in that system. Yeah. Um, San Fran's at five and five in that division. Seattle of all teams at three and seven, but that's because their defense is god awful. Right. Which is crazy because that's what they were known for. Used to be the Legion of Boom. Yeah. But then I mean the Legion of Boom. Is is nowhere near there now. So no. I mean, Do they, is anyone left from that? I don't think so. I mean, Sherman's playing for the Tampa 49ers, or he was. No, no, he's with Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah, he he got released by the Niners, I think. Okay, yeah, and he got picked up by Tampa Bay. Talk about another surprise. Tampa Bay six and three. I actually thought they would have been closer to. I actually thought they would probably be eight and one right now. Yeah, the loss to the Redskins was kind of surprising. Well, sorry, Washington Football Team. Yes. Um. That was now. I'm not a Washington football team fan, uh, but I don't hate them anymore. So it's kind of so I was a Redskins fan at one point, but um, we got we divorced. It was a it was a messy divorce, but, and uh, but now like I don't I don't hate my ex anymore. They so. lost to New Orleans too, though. So they lost to Washington and New Orleans in back to back weeks. Now look, they're up on the Giants thirty to ten as we speak. So if you didn't know, we're recording this on Monday night. Yeah. Um, so they're I mean they're going to go back to their winning ways. They're going to they're going to be 7 and 3. But New Orleans is just okay. Mm-hmm. Washington is playing with a no-name quarterback. Yeah. And oh by the way, Chase Young just is out for the year I think now. Mm-hmm. It's like how do you lose those two games? Um but then I'm looking at their schedule. So they beat Dallas by 2. Atlanta, who's not very good by about 20, lost to the Rams, beat New England by two, crushed Miami, who sucks, beat Philadelphia by six, who's mediocre, and then Chicago, who's awful. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't really have a great win, and they got some pretty bad losses there. I mean, Dallas is probably their only good win. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess New England is too. That's, we'll talk about them in a minute. But So maybe they're just not as good as we thought they were, but at the same time, that was a team that I think they started four and six last year, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Well, so, see, and, and that's the thing, know. like, like I'll never, I'll never forget when when Brady played for the Patriots, and every single year they'd come out and they'd kind of stumble out of the block. Yep. And people would say, "Oh, I, all the the Patriots are done. They're done. <laughs> They're over. the 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 magic's done." And then they'd win a Super Bowl. Right. Um, so, 
maybe that's a Brady thing. Maybe it takes him a while to get that engine running. I don't know. He's older, you know. Uh, before we started, I saw him <laughs> run the ball. Uh, he's, he's, he's using that synthetic oil now. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the the uh, pe- the mobile for old engines or whatever, whatever the TB12 oil is, <laughs> he's got that working. But yeah, so that's I mean that's the NFC. the The AFC is kind of just the best record. There is the Titans at eight and three, but they just lost Henry. So who knows what's going to happen there? Um, I think they'll be okay. I mean, as much as I make fun of Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. at this point, his what third third season in Tennessee, he's proven to be more than just serviceable. Yeah, as far as a passer goes. Now people can say, well, that's because he had Derrick Henry. Yeah, but he's also, I mean, AJ Brown's legit. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a ton of weapons on offense, but whatever they got, I mean that. And their pass defense is awful for whatever reason. I mean, you figure Mike Vrabel's there yeah. coming from New England. That defense should be better than it is. But they also play in kind of a weak division. I mean, they're playing in that NFC South. Right. Or AFC South. Um, Jacksonville, who's a crap show. Yep. Houston's god-awful. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis, that's a weird team to me. Yeah. Um, six and five, won the last three. Jonathan Taylor balling out as a running back. Michael Pittman's coming on strong as a wide receiver, showing himself to be partially a number one. Mm-hmm. And Carson Wentz hasn't hurt yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a feeling. So that trade with Philadelphia, Indianapolis has to give up a first rounder or maybe two. Mm-hmm. If he plays a certain number of snaps, I'm going to, I, I will die laughing if he breaks the threshold for snaps and then gets hurt and gets hurt immediately. <laughs> it's like, like just, just completely like catches on fire. Yeah, he, I, he, I mean, so he, I have like Indianapolis kind of knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. but because they put that in there, they knew this guy had never really gotten through a whole season injury yeah. free. And I'm think I'm probably thinking in the back of their mind, they're like, "There's no shot he stays healthy, so let's get him." Minimize our investment in him. He won't stay healthy. We won't have to give up the first round pick, and they're gonna have to give up the first round pick. He's gonna stay healthy just long enough. Yeah, and then he's gonna break like his tailbone. Right, no, he's gonna yeah. break something obscure, turf toe. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, like when you get a car. Like the second the warranty expires, it, something major happens. Yeah. So, but, but Indy's defense is actually not bad. I mean, they got to force Buckner up front. We can really get to the quarterback. I don't think that division's settled. I just. I, I think the bottom two are out. I mean, Houston's just really bad. Well, I mean, you're you're at two and eight. You're done. Yeah, you're not. I mean, and Jacksonville, you know, you got you got Urban Meyer dancing with twenty year olds and yeah. and whatever else is going on over there. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of gross when you're sixty five. Yeah. Um, just a creeper. And then you got like so you got. Yeah, like, I feel weird going to a bar, but I'm not sixty. <laughs> I, go, I step into the bar and I just like want to throw up because I'm in there. Like yeah. I'm throwing up about me being in there, right? It's like oh, I shouldn't be here, which is why I don't go. My wife's like, we should let's go out to a bar. No, let's not go out to a bar. I don't like. I go like I go in there like even like down the road, like to, like if I go to a Laughlin's, like yeah. if I sit at the bar, I feel gross. 
Yeah. Like, I need to sit at a table. Yeah, I like a table. I don't yeah. like eating at the bar. No. I don't like being sitting there. I don't want anything. Um, I don't want to do anything with that. Yeah. I'll sit at the, uh, let me sit at the table. You got a, you got a table? Now, during COVID, remember when they had the tables, like, like against the bar, the, the T-shape? I like that. That was pretty cool. I, I wish they would go back to that. Yeah. I, this isn't like the old 20 speakeasy shit where I need to, I need to uh, post up at the bar. Right. I, no. I want to sit down. I'm, yeah. I'm old and curmudgeonly. Yeah. The only time I'm happy, like, I don't mind sitting, like, at a bar like that, like, just bellied up to the bar, is if I know the bartender. If I know the bartender, then I'm just hanging out with my buddy, who happens to be tending bar. Right. And hooking me up. See, me, I want I want to go even further. I want lounges. Like, I want, I want a couch. You want, like, the bottle service? Like, I almost... Like, the uh, club? Uh, no, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I want to, like, I just want somewhere where it's comfortable to sit. Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's like, look, I'm coming here, especially if I'm just going for a drink. Like, if I'm going to eat, like, I need to sit up against a table. Like, I want to have, like, I want to be upright. But if yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm just going, we're going to have some drinks or whatever. Fuck, give me, give me a comfortable chair. Yeah. A couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? and, and, and cut the chatter down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, it's funny. I don't like watching, ge- if it's a game I want to see, I don't want to watch it at a bar. No. Because I'm not going to watch it. I'm distracted. No. Hey, let's go to such and such and watch the caps. No. Never mind the fact. The resolution from DirecTV, which is what all the bars use. Yeah, it's shit. Awful. <laughs> like, no, I'll come home and I'm going to watch it on my HDTV in yeah. HD. Yeah. Where it's clear. And oh, by the way, I'm going to sit on my comfortable couch with some good snacks and beer that I want. Right. And like, it didn't cost me $80. No. It cost me 18 and it's the same crappy Miller Lite I would drank anywhere else. But I prefer it out of an aluminum can, aluminum can over a glass bottle or on tap anyway. That's what I said. When I rearrange this basement, we can, we're can we going to do Hockey Nights back again. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hopefully the Capitals are giving us something new. Different show. Different show. Um, but yeah, I, and then if you look at, so back to football. Who are we on the, where were we on the AFC North? AFC North, yeah. So, so you want to do that one last? Because that's like our that's our area. Yeah, let's let's see, keep people listening. Uh, so we'll go AFC West. I think Kansas, you, you were talking about Kansas City is a surprise because yeah, we surprise. thought they would be better. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like preseason, I thought okay, because the Ravens, based upon what they did last year, I thought if it wasn't for Kansas City, we'd have a legit shot at um, going deep into the playoffs. But now the New England monster was replaced by the Kansas City monster. Yeah, but then they're sitting at what seven and four, seven and four, and they've won their last four. Yeah. Which yeah. is surprising because I'll be honest with you, if you would have if you would have told me before I just looked at it that they won their last four, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, I thought they would have lost at least two two of the last four, but they're winning. I mean, the thing is though, the the difference this year is they don't seem invulnerable. Right, they they seem beatable. And then behind them, you got Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, I, I can't get behind the Chargers being a Super Bowl contender. Because even when they had Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. they were always either like the the last team in the playoffs and out. Yeah, or, or when they had well, they had Rivers and uh, Ladamian Tomlinson, right? And Drew Sale. Yeah, then they go. They went to a Super Bowl one year and lost. And but that was before Philip Rivers. That was with Drew Brees, wasn't it? It may have been before and, that. Oh, John Freeze. Yeah. Ooh. What? And I don't know why I know this many San Diego quarterback names. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing that pisses me <laughs> you off. Just give me the look, like, why do you? Know yeah, that? Right. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that pisses me off about the chart: why are they the L.A. Chargers? Hmm. L.A. is not a football town. No. 
they couldn't support one team. The Raiders were there, gone. Um, who else was there? The Rams. Yep. And then they left, and now they're back. Okay. And then the Chargers decide to move there. San, if, I, if you have your choice of SoCal cities, San Diego, hands down, over L.A. Yeah, I, I, I don't – The only, I guess the, it came down to, like, the, the stadium. Yeah. And, like, San Diego wouldn't give them a stadium or the stadium that they wanted. Right. Or the land or whatever it was. Which, to me, when it comes to these professional football teams – I cannot. It's the biggest waste of municipal money is to buy these rich assholes stadiums. Right now, is M&T Bank Stadium a nice place to watch a football game? Sure. You know, it's a better place to watch a football game. My living room. Yep. So, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. So I don't like. And then you're going to go and say, "Oh, well, it creates jobs." Does it? What kind of jobs is it creating? So you've got the construction jobs, which are temporary. Yep. Then you've got the low-paying jobs in the stadium, um, deliver, you know, selling beer or parking or whatever it is. Sure. Um, Seasonal jobs too. Yeah, they're ex- ex- football season. Sure. I mean, so for eight work days, real okay. Let's include preseason. Mm-hmm. Ten work days, and I'm not going to throw a playoff game in because a home playoff game is, you know, a rarity. Right. I mean, just if you look at the numbers. Yep. So we're spending all this money, and then they give them tax shelters for like 20 years. Right. Or sweetheart deals on leasing the land. Like, oh, we're going to sell you the land for a dollar, you know, in in the in de- a downtown city. Like, come on. No, I, I can't stand it. So um, and Maryland built two of them. They have FedEx and M&T Bank. Yeah, the other the other side of that is it, sometimes they um, they'll do it as part of like a revitalization project. Yeah. Like with with Camden Yards, it was part of the Inner Harbor revitalization, yes. right? M and T Bank is like right next door to it. Yeah, um, well, they share parking lots, right? And before that, though, it was Memorial Stadium, which was like Northwest Baltimore. I think oh, the place was a dump, right? So for them to move it down made sense. Mm-hmm. Um. But at the same time, I, I'm with you. It's like I, I don't think I don't think that they should be taxpayer funded at all, especially because all of the additional revenue goes to the team, not the city. Right. So like concession money, mm-hmm. team. Yeah. PSL money, team. Mm-hmm. Uh T V money. T V money. Like everything. Yeah. Team. 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 Yeah. Like the city. I mean, I get it. Look, you're putting the sixty, seventy thousand people into the city on game day. Right. They're expecting, you know, after people get out of the game, they're going to go to the the pub next door, the restaurants, oh, yeah. and they're going to make it up with the sales and use tax. Okay, I could see some benefits there, mm-hmm. but do you get the benefit of what you're giving up, which is the tax revenue, and you know the the concessions revenue? That they used to get, like back when when Memorial Stadium, the city got the the concession revenue. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Right. Well, and it's just, but then to have them go thirty years later and turn around and say, okay, we want another one now. Right. Um, I think the the lease on the so FedEx Field, 
I want to say the state or the county owns the land that the stadium sits on. They leased it. So that stadium, that's up in 2025. Now, that stadium is, it's it's showing its age. Um, and it, they, you know, if you think, they, they, but they all want to keep up with the Joneses, literally Jerry Jones. Right. So they all want to build Jerry World somewhere. But didn't Jerry buy that land, though? Yeah. Like, that was his land. Mm-hmm. Now, he might have gotten money to help with the stadium. Yeah. Although, I, I think Jerry did put up a lot of his money, though. Jerry wanted the stadium, but he he wanted the ancillary income from around the stadium. Mm-hmm. So, the, they're, what they're doing is they're building, and, and Stan Kroenke out in L.A., the guy, the, the Rams owner, that's one of the reasons why he went out to L.A., because he wanted the land. And he's building everything around the stadium. Mm -hmm. It's all his. He owns that land. That means he owns all the buildings he's putting up. So the pregame, the postgame, and they're getting people to go on non-game days. Yeah. And that's what they're looking to do. So Dan Snyder, I think, is probably going to look to do the same thing. But in between, like killing puppy dogs and, yes. and, har- and harassing women and drinking blood and, and, and releasing John Gruden's emails. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. uh, um, yeah. I, I, I think that cause Dan is Jerry Jones jr. Let's yeah. face facts. I mean, except at least Jerry Jones knows a little bit about football. Dan yeah. is a fan. He runs that team. Like it's a fantasy team. Yes. Like my fantasy team is run better yes. than his, than that NFL franchise. But I think that's what Snyder ends up doing. He either goes to Virginia or Maryland and says, okay. Well, D.C., so, well, he did change the name. So I know the district had passed some resolution or something that, you know, that the Redskins were an offensive name, um, this and that, which is amusing because if you look at, like, if you go to football teams on Native American, like on reservations, they wear that. That's like their high school football team's logos. Mm -hmm. Them, the Chiefs, they wear – Redskins, you know, T-shirts and stuff to say, "Hey, this is who I am," but it's you know the the uh, the wokesters don't like it. So I wonder if they're just going to keep it the Washington Football Team. I actually think it's unique in in a, in a league with you know that has a city name mascot. Yeah, Washington Football Team. It's very soccer esque. Yeah, yeah. Not, but, I, I don't know. I don't know if people are for or against that, but it's different. Mm-hmm. I think people roll their eyes at it still, but yeah. it's, it's it's something in a, in a league where everything's copycat. That's different. Yeah. So maybe just keep it. WFT. Yeah. And they call oh, it. They should call the it. WT. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I think if you could if you could rename that thing, Washington Team Football, <laughs> and your name was and, and you just like your your uh, your team sweatshirts just said WTF on yeah. it. Gold mine. Oh yeah, I would just call them the Tangos. Right. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Listen, there, there's so many marketing opportunities. <laughs> like, if he's not jumping on that. Well, like, we said it here first. We did. <laughs> I'm going to. Can we copyright any of this stuff? I just I just want 1% of right. the of the uh, of the Rose. everything sold. So yeah. 1%. It's not, like, it's not a big ask. Like, that would be the best marketing scheme ever. <laughs> WTF. Yeah. Washington team football. <laughs> As opposed to Washington individual football. Right. Didn't you <laughs> but, know? Yeah, and it's weird when you talk about <laughs> stadiums, how I don't, I, as opposed to the football stadiums being built, and baseball to a certain extent too, even though I like baseball more. But 
I'm not as against it when they build arenas like what well, I guess it's called Capital One Arena now. There, there's more use for because they can be though. used year round. Yeah, um, concerts, concerts. Usually, yeah. so pretty much every every city that has a basketball and hockey team, both teams play in it. Yep. And then there's concerts throughout, and then in at Verizon. Damn it, the Capital One Arena. That's still um, Verizon Center. To me. Yeah. Uh, Georgetown plays there. Mm-hmm. So there's stuff, and I think uh, the D.C. high school championships are are held there. So there's a lot of stuff going on um, at those buildings that really get a lot more use than 10 games a year, maybe a concert thrown in. But in the Northeast, like where, you know, where we are, you, you can't have outdoor concerts in between no. essentially now and April. No, you do in the summertime, so, though, when football's not being played. Yeah. But- but even that, I mean, I think me personally, though, I think an outdoor concert sucks, mm-hmm. especially when the venue's that big. Because think about it: if you're in the upper deck and they're putting the and they're putting the uh, the band or the act yeah. at the fifty yard line, you can't see that. No. You know, it's you know, it's a better place to watch it. My living room. My living room. <laughs> Everything's better for my living room. And and most of the times they're they're live streaming these things. Yeah, the concerts now, so you can generally see it. Yeah, and probably for like fifteen bucks yeah. versus one hundred and fifteen bucks. Yep. Like there was a, you remember the old group Genesis, mm-hmm. like with Phil Collins. Yeah, the dr- he was the drummer. Yeah, I think the drummer and singer. Yeah, he sang in that group. Yeah. Okay. I think those tickets, not even a relevant group this day, to this day, or in this day, hundred. I think it was one hundred fifty bucks per ticket. No thanks. Per ticket. Yeah. Like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> $150. Yeah. Now, look, people pay it, and they go, and I get that, but, you know, can we live stream this for 10 bucks? Yeah. Because then, And then I don't have to talk to or look at disgusting people <laughs> that are there, sweating, <laughs> gross, reliving their glory days? No, yeah. thanks. All right. <laughs> ba- football. Football. Ba- football. Football. Yeah, so we're, we're, we were still on the, uh, what, the... Uh... We did the NFC West. By the way, I, Kansas City, not as good as we thought. Chargers, eh, kind of the middle. Vegas is what they are, 5-5, five five, although... I we... actually thought Vegas would be better. I did, too. And, I, again, I don't like them moving to Vegas, but, you know, whatever. It kind of, it kind of fits. The Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Pirates. Arr. Yeah. Pirates well, of the Caribbean. Pirates yeah. of the Casino. I mean, the Golden Knights kind of started, like, they did really well there. And they have, like, a great fan base. It also helped that they went to the finals their first year in existence. Didn't but, hurt. Um, Denver at 5-5 five and five surprises me. I thought they would have been, and I, I thought they would have been in New York Jets territory, like 2-8. <laughs> um, Especially after trading Von Miller. Yeah. So the yeah. thing is with the Raiders, I really like um, their quarterback, whose name escapes me at the moment. Derek Carr. Yes. I thought... A couple years ago, that they were going to be because they had Carter, they had a great offensive line, and then they had two running backs um, who were pretty good. And I thought they'd be. And then the next year they stunk it up. Carr was hurt the entire time. Like it was just it was bad. And then you go to this year. I thought okay, maybe they're coming out of that. And I don't think the Bob Gruden thing helped anything. You no, know, that, losing. I, when did they lose him? Week four. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that doesn't help. And they've lost three. Yeah. They're on a, a three-game losing streak yeah. right now. Yeah, so... The, the running back they have there now is Josh Jacobs, who's actually really good. Mm-hmm. 
by the way, if you if you're a running back and you want to go to the NFL, just go to Alabama. It doesn't matter if you start or not. <laughs> I think literally the last ten running backs they've had, first and second string, are all in the NFL right yeah. now. Most of them are starting. <laughs> so even if you don't start at Alabama, just go to Alabama. You'll go to the NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. But- I, yeah, I, I think Vegas could make a run. I, I think the Chargers are just too good to be 6-4. and four. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Chargers and Chiefs probably snag yeah. two of those playoff spots. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to name four teams. You tell me which one you think missed the playoffs. Tennessee, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Cincinnati. I'm going to throw Pittsburgh in there and Cleveland. I'll throw mm-hmm. all the AFC North in there because they're all over 500. Kansas City, L.A., Las Vegas, mm-hmm. New England, Buffalo. Misses the playoffs? I mean, you, you, there's only, what, six playoff spots? Yeah. Or are there, are there eight now? So. I think six, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because you have the division champions and the two wild cards. Right. So I think, I don't, I don't, I'm going to say, oh, that's a hard one. Indianapolis, no. Um, Pittsburgh, no. But they always find a way. They always seem to find a way with that tub of shit Roethlisberger. I think that offense is so bad right now. He looks Roethlisberger looks like me standing right there. <laughs> yes, he, he does not like, look dude, good. You're, you're, it's like, hey, you're a left tackle. Get up on the <laughs> right. Get up on the line, dude. Um. Let's see, what were the other ones? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, I think out. yeah. Uh, I think since he gets in. Yeah. I, you know what? I They beat they beat our Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of worried about the Ravens, to be honest with you. So I think if Baltimore gets in, it's on a wild card. I don't see him winning that division. I think they end up winning the division just because – I think for whatever, Lamar just seems to know how to win. Yeah. I, like, look, I, I, I know they're Lamar not winning and, convincingly, but they're yeah, winning. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. So, so I, I think they win. I think they get to I think, I 12 think, and 3. At least. I think the stupid, the loss to the stupid Dolphins kind of shook, rattled my cage a little bit. That shocked everybody. <laughs> the Dolphins. Yeah. Although the Dolphins defense looked unreal. Yeah. Like, they look like a different defense. Like, they brought it. Yeah, that they brought their A game. I mean, but, Miami's four and seven. They're not. I mean, they've won their last three. Yeah, so they're on the upswing. If they keep that defense rolling, Miami could cause a lot of problems for some people. Their offense is absolute garbage, mm. but that defense, which makes sense. I mean, Brian Flores is the head coach there. He came from Miami, or he came from New England. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense if he can eventually turn that around, but. I mean, I, I'm not. Th- I'm not saying Miami's going to make the playoffs because I don't think two is the quarterback of the future. There, I think they need a quarterback. No. Um, but I think they cause enough issues down the down the stretch, and I don't think that loss will look as bad as it does now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I. So I guess we got like, where are we on now? The East, AFC East. Well, if we were we were picking playoff teams, okay. I, mean, I, I think. Between New England and Buffalo, mm-hmm. I think one of them gets in. Yeah. I think Kansas City and the Chargers get in. 
I think Baltimore and Cincinnati gets in. Mm-hmm. And I think Tennessee gets in. Okay. I think Indianapolis is out. Yeah, Indy's Pittsburgh, out. Cleveland, out. Vegas and Denver are out. And, if, and Miami's out. Okay. Everyone else is not even in the conversation. The Jets? J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. That's right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, going with the, the AFC East, I think the surprise there is New England. Yes. No one would have thought they would have been 7-4. Now with a rookie quarterback, um, that off, I still don't think that offense is now, did, Cam, did Cam Newton play at all with them this year? Did he play the first game? Because he's back in Carolina now, which is just weird. Um, he played pretty well, though. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm looking to see. But see, Cam's one of the. He was one of those running quarterbacks, and and they get banged up, and then once they lose that ability to run, um, he didn't play week one. Yeah, he, the dolphin. The Dolphins actually beat the Patriots week one, seventeen sixteen. Yeah. See, did he play the next week? Nope. See, I thought the Bills would be better. Um, I did too. I, I'm surprised they're at six and four. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins garbage. Uh, <laughs> the uh, but New England always finds a way. They, they always find a way. So but they were bad last year. Yeah. Though. They that, didn't make the playoffs last year. No. They? Yeah. Um, the Jets. So. Joe Flacco. No, I like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's with the Jets. Um, he was with the Jets last year too. Um, was I, yeah. He started with Philadelphia this year, and he got traded back to the Jets. I think <laughs> that guy. He must really want. He must really need the cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, um, Joe, hang him up already. But see, Joe Flacco's from Southern New Jersey. Yeah. So that's kind of his hometown team. But the Jets, like, so the Jet. <laughs> Jets fans remind me so much of uh, Washington fans. Every year they think they're great. I know a lot of Jet fans because my wife's from Long Island. They're, for, Jets fans are obnoxious. Um, they have sucked for, what, 10 years now at least? When was the last time the Jets went to the playoffs? Yeah. Well, Mark Sanchez years. Okay. With Rex Ryan. Right. They went two years in a row, I think. The butt fumble. The butt fumble. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that sad? Like, the last time the Jets went to the playoffs, the only reason why people remember it is because of the butt the fumble. The butt fumble. But the- By the way, butt fumble, just as fun to say, is penis rocket. So. <laughs> Got <laughs> that in it. <laughs> just getting my penis rocket in. All but right. the, the, the Jets are so, like, they suck every year, but every year the, their fans think they're going to do something. Like, why would you think? It's almost like their fans are in an abusive relationship with the with the Jets. Who do you who do you think's got it worse, the Jets or the Lions fans? Ooh. So, but see, the Lions were actually decent for a couple of years when they had um, Stafford and and Megatron. Well, they they were also good when they had Barry Sanders too. Yeah, <laughs> but the the Lions were. I mean, they were like. I mean, Stafford was like the go to fantasy quarterback because. Pile on points. The Jets were good when they had Namath. Yeah. <laughs> How far back do we want to go? Yeah, but we're talking recent history with the Lions. You know. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like even with Stafford and Megatron, though, did they make the playoffs? I don't even think they made it because they were – Green Bay was always yeah, they had one that, up at them. Yeah, because um, Green Bay was so good. And Chicago hasn't been relevant for a while. No. But I no, mean, I, mean, I, w- I would say between Detroit and uh, and Jets fans – 
I mean, I, I think I, I think I uh, have a worse opinion of Jets fans than I do Lions fans just because of proximity. Yeah. I probably know more Jets fans than I do Lions fans. Yeah. Something like the running joke was that Jets and Mets fans, and it was always the Giants and the Yankees fans mm-hmm. for New York. It was like, Jet, Jets, Mets, uh, Islanders. Yes. Um, Yankees, Giants, Rangers. Yes. That was always the trifecta. Yeah. I always feel bad for Jets fans. Just because they, they just haven't been good. Yeah. But what were their best years? Re- the best recent years, besides the Sanchez years, which I don't think anyone's really happy about those years, but the Kenny O'Brien years? Well, I yeah. remember that, though. And then who... Who was that quarterback they had? That uh, he was drafted the same year as Brady, Chad Pennington. Oh yeah, yep. Those weren't bad years mm-hmm. for them. Probably made a playoff or two. Yeah. And then, of course, his arm was like a wet noodle. Right. And then they had Brett Favre. <laughs> like Brett Favre. And then he was doing <laughs> sending dick pics to some intern. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While uh, all high on pain pills. Right. And now he's hey, selling. Baby, look at this. <laughs> hey, what, your wrinkly balls? <laughs> your old balls. Like, but um, how, Why does Grandpa even know how to send dick pics at yeah. that point? <laughs> Take this phone away. Well, now he's selling that Tommy Copper stuff. He is. Because you're broke. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, look, why don't we just go to the well and uh, just do an advertisement for Advil? Yeah. If you were addicted to them, they must do something for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not trying to knock a uh, pain pill addiction if you're out there. Sorry about your luck. Yeah, don't yeah, don't be offended. Everyone's too sensitive. That's right. Um who, who haven't we hit on yet? So did we uh, we did the uh did we do the NFC? I don't even think we really hit we we touched on like Tampa Bay. Yeah, Cardinals, the Packers, um, you know, no one I don't think there's any big surprises there. So the, let me let me ask you something. Because everyone loves to give Minnesota junk mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is awful he was down here with the Washington football team and all that good stuff and goes up there became the highest paid quarterback I feel like they're always like that eight and eight nine and seven team yeah they either barely make the playoffs or barely don't make the playoffs like they're that team that's like it's like you just never know what to make of them and I feel like they got Dalvin Cook Jordan Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and maybe it is Kirk Cousins holding that team back. I don't know. Well, so well, but Albert. I, I don't know. Albert Hainsworth said the best way to make money in the NFL is to be a mediocre quarterback. Yeah. Um. So, I wonder if he's the problem, though. I don't know. Like, I, would I, they be that much better without him? I mean, his stats aren't that bad. Yeah, you see, and th- and that team like they had Adrian Peterson for who's back now, mm. uh, but that Adrian Peterson, um, they had. I remember when they had Randall Cunningham. Yeah, and then Dante Culpepper. Yep. But then they yeah. they, they also had, they also had Brett Favre. Yes, they, yes, they did. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, like they don't surprise me at being five and five. Because I never really thought a whole bunch of them anyway. Uh, let's see. I, the NFC East is kind of just 
Besides Dallas, is anyone is anyone coming out of that division? No, no. I was really hoping that Fitz Magic would last longer than he did. Me too. He got hurt game one. Right? Like, come <laughs> like on, man. First snap. <laughs> it's like, bro, you might be able to still throw it, but you got you, you can't stand on the field for more than ten minutes without getting hurt anymore. Right. All right. right. Career and, career over. Because of the stuff he was doing, like in in Tampa, but he's just a funny guy. Like when when him and Deshaun Jackson, like he That's wore Deshaun funny. Jackson's clothes to, to the to the press conference. Right. That was funny. Um, the Eagles, they're only in second because the other two teams are so bad. They wouldn't be in second place in any other uh, any other division or any other conference. You know, like they're just they're bad. I, here, let me. So I think I think if Philly does, if they don't make the playoffs this year, though, I think they finally have to draft the next quarterback. Yeah. And just have to realize Jalen Hurts isn't it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They had Nick Foles twice. Nick Foles was a rookie with them, and then they let him go. And then they – who was that coach from Oregon they had? Oh, oh, oh. what was that guy? Chip – Chip uh, – I can't remember. It was Chip something. Yeah. And he made those weird trades. Mm-hmm. Like he traded away – um Shady for some linebacker. Like a bag of peanuts or something. <laughs> for, or, or was it Kiki Alonzo? Yeah. It? No, no. Was that the trade? I don't remember. It was, yeah, it's he, to the Bills. Yeah. All right. I don't know who he got. Yeah. But he got like nothing back for him. Yeah. It was like Shady McCoy in his prime. Yeah. Eh, we don't need him. It'd be like if the, if the Titans traded uh, um, Henry to. Yeah. Well, he, he thought his scheme. Was gonna win. He was so arrogant. He thought that that high temp, but the the NFL defense. See, and that's the thing. Like, you get these big name college coaches that come to the NFL and don't do well. Yep. Like Saban didn't last. Nope. Uh, Spurrier, the old ball coach. Nope. Uh, didn't last. Nope. Um, so they come up, they don't do well because I think they just they underestimate. They come in with arrogance, and coaching professionals is different than coaching college kids. And then they, they, like the the defensive coordinators, like they sniffed out that what chip what, God what was his name whatever they was definitely chip something yeah they sniffed out that dude they had him sniffed out real quick yeah. um well, and then the, the speed is different yeah the athletes on the defensive side of the ball in the NFL can run that four four. Right. Which is what the guys on the offensive side of the ball are running too. Yeah. Well, well, and and I think, the same. Well, I think the, the thing is when, when you come to the NFL, like um, a, defen- a defensive end of the NFL has the speed of a, of a linebacker in college. So, you know, when you see them run those stupid um, reverses and sweet plays and stuff like that around the edge, in college you get big yards off that. In the NFL, you, a lot of times you're lucky you make it back to the line of scrimmage. So the schemes are complicated. The athletes are incredible. Um, we were wa- I was watching college football game football with the uh, with the boys the other day. I think I forget who it was. This score was like sixty nine to nine. I'm like, this is. I'm not that big into college football. It's track me. Yeah, point. I'm just not. I'm not into it. Um, and they have their ticky tack uh, pass interference spot plays, and I just uh, penalties. I'm I'm not. I'm not that sold on the on college football. I know some people are super into, oh, it's better than professional. No, it's not. <laughs> college football is not better than the NFL. Um, I, I dig some of the atmosphere, though. By the way, the guy's name is Chip Kelly. Okay. So I, I definitely dig 
and I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I kind of grew up watching some of it. But it was like the old Notre Dame games at mm. Notre Dame yeah. on the grass field. Yeah. Those close encounter uh, type stadiums. Uh, the Michigan Ohio State games. Mm hmm. Back when they were played on the, I don't know what it was about the grass field in the fall, and um, just something about the atmosphere for me made it more fun to watch. It's kind of like for me, like playoff hockey. Yeah, playoff hockey for me, the atmosphere is amazing. Mm-hmm. Regular season hockey, eh? Yeah, it's, it's all right. You know, um, people. I think the difference. I mean, people get into college football because a lot of them went to that school. Yeah. Um. So they're connected to it. It's not like the pros. I mean, the pros, people are connected to this. Sometimes they're connected to the cities. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of gotten further and further away from that because it, back in the day, it was like the, the people that played for that team in the city lived in the city. Yeah. Worked in the city Worked in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. And, and so people kind of got connected to it that way. And that's why I think it's so hard right now if the for a new sports league to come out and try and get that fan... Uh, loyalty. Yeah. And, I mean, Seattle did a good job with uh, the the MLS team out there. Yeah. Well, uh, even the D.C. United has a good – but I think D.C. is an interesting place because there are so many people from other places here and from across economic spectrums. Where, so you have, like, super wealthy people from, um, from the Middle East, from Europe, from different places that live in this area, and then you also have a lot of – poor people from uh, South and Central America yeah. that live here and really drives that that team. Um, so MLS, I think, is doing... They've actually surprised me. I thought they wouldn't have lasted this long. Yeah. Um, you got to be willing to take at least 20 years of losses yeah. if you're going to start a new league. But like the... was it? Major League Lacrosse or whatever they call that? Like, that's... that. Fi- well, that failed for a number of reasons. It was... Major League, I mean, I, I, it might even still be some iteration of it might be around. Mm-hmm. But then, like, one of the players, uh, one of the, the most popular player in the world decided to create his own league. Right. And that pulled a lot of people away. And if you're not going to have the best athletes, then... I mean, look, as a former lacrosse player, I don't really know if the sport translates into a spectator sport, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah, it's um, one of those where... Plus, it's such a regional thing. It's really a Northeast United States thing. Yeah, I, I think um, part of the problem is that the game can slow down. Yeah. Um, where people are just throwing the ball around to substitute and whatnot. Like there's mm-hmm. there's there's certain times when 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 there's a slowdown on purpose to do certain things. Yeah. And it gets a little boring. Yeah. No, I think box lacrosse is awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is a fast. It's hockey, it's hockey. in the air. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it's all. I mean, it's hockey. It's air hockey. It's like it, it's sky like, hockey. It, it, it was hockey for the Canadians who didn't want to skate. Yeah, yeah, you know, or something cute. to do on ice rinks that they couldn't that right. in the summertime for the six weeks of summer they have. But um, football, right? Yeah, we're talking about football. football. Yeah, uh, again, we meander. So um, I wonder, but had the Eagles kept Nick Foles because he won them a Super Bowl, so. Was it you? I was talking about this about about keeping Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles and on all these other teams might be garbage, but Nick Foles and Todd Peterson's system mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Why they? Di- I mean, I, look, I get it. Carson Wentz was a number one pick. Yeah. 
But if you had a formula that worked to win you the Super Bowl and the goal is to win a Super Bowl. Why would you change it? Why? Yeah. Exactly. Why not trade Wentz when it, his value was probably higher then oh, than yeah. it was when they traded him? Yeah. Why not trade him, keep Foles, who seemed to be loved in the locker room, loved in the city, roll your dice with him? Yeah. I mean, think about the window. The window to win a Super Bowl is what, two to three years anyway? Yeah. So you won a Super Bowl. You got two more years of a window. Keep the guy who won it for you. Mm-hmm. And drop the drop the guy who's always hurt. Yeah, I, that 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 move never made any sense to me. Yeah, yeah, and the 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 Patriots dynasty is really just an anomaly. Oh, by far. So yeah. that just doesn't. I mean, you know, it's that's not. I mean, it happens in baseball, but even baseball had a lot more. You know, had different um, champions for the, the Yankees were up there for a while yeah. though, in our lifetime. Yeah. Now, never mind my parents. Like my dad's lifetime, they were mm-hmm. like every year. Yeah. But even in ours, like from, I'd say what, ninety six, ninety seven, to yeah, like when, probably like mid, mid to late two thousand. Yeah, when Derek Jeter came in. Yeah, it's pretty, essentially the the Derek Jeter years. Yeah, and then he left. It kind of went down, but now they're coming back. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> yeah, but I, I never understood why they they just shit on Nick Foles again. Yeah, I don't get um, that. Maybe maybe so, a Philly fan can let us know. Yeah, I don't know. But if they, Philly fans aren't sophisticated enough for technology. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know this. They, no, they're not listening because they don't know how to get on the podcast pla- platforms. <laughs> All the platforms. <laughs> um, they're at the Alien Conference. Yeah. <laughs> the aliens, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that, that wraps up the, because uh, I, I think we touched on everything else in the NFC East. We just kind of missed, or, NF, or yeah, the NFC, we just kind of missed the NFC East, which... For us is garbage show. I mean, yeah, the NFC. Least. It's Dallas and everybody else, and I hate Dallas anyway. Right, I'm not wasting time. on It's that. funny though. I don't have any skin in the game. Like I, I don't. I'm indifferent towards Dallas. Why do I don't like Dallas? Because I don't like Dallas fans. They're so adamant that Dallas is so great. Right. Why? Because you had three years with Troy Aikman, Emmett Emmett Smith, and an amazing offense, and Michael Irvin, and an offense. Yeah. You and I, I could have played quarterback, and you could have played running back behind that offensive line. I had, I was fast yeah. back in the day. And those dudes get zero credit. That team was that offensive line. Um, who, who, who was the, the guard? Larry Allen? Mm-hmm. Nate Allen? What was the guy's name? I think it was he, Allen. He ended up getting caught with like Cocaine. 800 pounds of weed in a yeah, van. Yeah. And then there was another one was like blowing ho- like eight yeah. balls off a stripper's yeah. butthole. Like That's it why was... they were good. <laughs> listen, you lose that edge. You're not good anymore. Yeah. You know? yeah. Listen, nobody likes how the sausage is made, right? <laughs> Yeah. Look, if if uh, if Nate Allen or whatever that guy's name was was so awesome on Sundays because he was snorting blow on Saturdays, <laughs> snort away, my friend. <laughs> Get all that blow you can. Yeah, but this, you know, the, the and then the thing with uh, it's funny though, with the league being so kind of just blah, it's kind of translated like my fantasy league mm-hmm. is also blah. Yeah, mine too. Um. W- I think when I just check the standings, they'll change after today, but I, I mean, five of the 10 teams in my fantasy league are in first or second place. Yeah. And I think the last place team is, is it four and something like they pretty much if the first place team drops theirs, it's just going to reverse. Yeah. So, um, we're talking about the same thing in my league where it's 
the last place team and the first place team, there are only four games separating. Yeah. Yeah. That's four weeks and they could flip. Yep. And and I'm sitting at soon. I think I'm going to be seven and four um, in mine, which my team is that I have Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. Um, McLaurin from the uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot team has <laughs> uh, been a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, Eckler's killing it. Uh, Tyreek Hill. But see, when I drafted it, yeah. I didn't have any draft formula. All I did was I drafted the best available player for the position I was trying to fill. That's all I did. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to go grab this guy, which I tried to do last year and tanked. Um, I went out and grabbed Lamar Jackson early, and he didn't do much for me. And then the year before, I did my best available player, and I won that league. So, um, I'm you know the, the people make all these rankings, and then you know I'm just some schlub like, oh, I'm gonna I know better than they do. I don't. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I feel like it's and this is like with everything in life, you need a little bit of luck with fantasy football. Yeah, but for example, like I picked up Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. off the waiver wire on like like week two. Yeah. Nobody wanted him. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I, I'm in a PPR league. Mm-hmm. The dude catches like six, seven balls a game. That's six, seven points per week. Right. That's his, that's his floor. Yeah. If he gets a couple, if he gets a touchdown, now he's in the teens. For a wide receiver to get in that mi- middle, like low teens. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, So to pick him up off the waiver wire of all things, and he's at least he's consistent. Like this last week, I mean, he only got seven points. That's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, um, DK Metcalf, seven points. Now, I had Debo Samuel. Now, Debo Samuel had a rush, a rushing TD, one reception, 15 points, though, yeah. for Debo Samuel. Now, Debo Samuel is one of the highest-scoring running back uh, wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. So, for Renfro, the guy I picked up off waivers to get me seven, yeah. I'm not mad at him. Yeah. Yeah, so but that was luck, right? I mean, yep. who who would have thought picking up a guy with the waiver wire now he's in my starting starting lineup? That that takes some luck there because I, I whiffed on Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. I still have that guy. Yeah, I didn't think the Giants would be this fucking bad. <laughs> I thought Galladay coming from the the I should have I should have known better because he was coming from the Lions, which is another team that sucked ass. <laughs> Going to the Giants, a team that sucked ass. I should have just left that alone. <laughs> But it got like Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he would be much better than he is. Now, granted, he got fourteen points, fourteen points this week, which is great. But the dude is so inconsistent. I can't start him. Yeah. Um. It, it's I. You definitely need to get a little bit lucky with fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I always say like the first two to three rounds, easiest rounds in the whole draft. Yeah. The hard the hard work comes like round four and beyond because now you're trying to pick up. That's you, when you need some of that luck to kick in. Yeah, and that yeah, th- those rounds are what wins you, uh, win games for you. I so like I really lucked out with McLaurin. Yeah, um, I picked him late in in the draft, um, and the dude is uh, the dude's doing. Now he's rostered ninety eight point six percent. So it's he was he was yeah. a good pickup in the beginning. Yeah, a lot of people drafted him. Um, I think more people had faith that he would get him get points with Fitzmagic as the quarterback. Yeah, though. but you know the first game he played with Fitzmagic, he got ten. Mm-hmm. The very next game, he got twenty nine. That was against the Giants. Right. Um, <laughs> that was when the Giants can do shit. But I mean, he against Atlanta, he got thirty two. 
Green Bay twenty seven. So like he's yeah. he's doing well. Like he's a good start. Yeah. Um, Aaron Eckler has been really good, but you know, uh, he, or he, Austin Eckler rather. He's always good in the PPR league because he catches so many balls out of the yeah. backfield. Yep. Um, if you're in a PPR league, he's definitely a first three first three round pick. Oh yeah, PPY no. Yeah. So like this week he he had fifty yards. Yeah. But uh, four touchdowns. So wait, how many balls did he catch? Uh, let's see. He probably caught six balls. I bet. Um, let's see. Where, let me. I'm not sure if he's going to tell me. Receiving. Here we go. Um, this past week against Pittsburgh, six. Yeah, against yeah. Dallas, nine. Here, so, so, here, but, so here's the thing. For that guy, his floor every week is probably about six, just because he. Point in those PPR leagues, point per reception leagues. Yeah, you get one point per reception. Mm-hmm. If you if he's catching six balls a week, his floor is six. Yeah, any yards and touchdowns on top of that, just cheddar gravy. Yep, that's all it is. That's why dudes like him, or if you can pick him up, like the, the biggest pickup of the year in my opinion is Cordell Patterson. Mm-hmm. That dude. So before this year, he was always a wide receiver. He was always listed as a wide receiver. Atlanta started playing him at running back. But they also flex him out and play him as a wide receiver. So now he's getting rush yards and receiving yards and receptions. The guy, the guy's like a human Swiss Army knife. Yeah. So you can take him as a running back now. Put him in your running back slot, and mm-hmm. you basically just add another wide receiver. Yeah. In PPR league, that's that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, because that's uh, – I have him as a running back. Um, of course, here. So who's that? Eckler. Eckler. Oh. Yeah, I, I took Tyreek Hill first. He's been okay. Lockett's kind of been a bust, but the Seahawks are terrible. So that that whole time when they when Russell Wilson was out, because I got DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, he he did well when Geno was in. Um, one of the reasons why I took DK over Lockett was, and I actually watched something with Matthew Barry on ESPN. And he compared the two because he was like, which one do you take? Because they, they'll generally end up with the same amount of points at the end of the season. But he basically said DK had the more consistent numbers, mm-hmm. whereas Tyler Lockett had, like, boomer bust numbers. Yeah. So, like, one week he might have 17, but the next week he'll only have two. Mm-hmm. Whereas DK would be right in that sweet spot. And he had, like, a boom, like, one, two or three weeks of boom. But he'd be his floor would be at like that five six seven number. Yeah, yeah. So I and then I had uh, let's see, I guess my bus for the I didn't start. Um, Brandon was Ayuk from uh, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I didn't start him, mm-hmm. and I should have, but I won anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, it if I lose a fantasy game, a fantasy week, as long. Like I, I get pissed off if I lose. But when I really get pissed off is when I had points on the bench that would have won. That's <laughs> when I'm like, oh. <laughs> so and this lineup, I said it like I completely forgot about. It. I went to see my my college buddy's kids' hockey game mm-hmm. at. They live in Frederick, but I had to. But they were playing uh, Navy, so I went to the to the rink down here, and I, <laughs> I'm driving back. It's like. 1255 i'm like oh crap <laughs> i set my i pulled over to the side of the road and i have two of my kids be like what are you doing i'm like hold on stop talking <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so 
that's my fantasy team. Um, so we also do uh, FanDuel, which I like FanDuel personally, just because every week you're picking a new lineup. Yeah. But you can still do it within the concept of a league. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got eleven people in that league. Is that the one, the neighborhood one? It's it's got people from neighborhood and one guy outside the neighborhood. Yeah, just a but. It was a buddy of mine who we had him join the league, so we had enough to run the first year. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was like, well, I'm not gonna like, kick him out. I'm not gonna kick him out, right? And so, plus he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. So like, he's the one guy who's not in the neighborhood who's in the league. Um, and I'm the one guy who's in the neighborhood who's not in the league. Right. <laughs> you were in the league. I was. And I, and, and you, I stunk it up. Bounced. Because it's a, well, and here's the thing. That year that I was in the league, I had I was, I was had three fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. And that was like, okay, this is too much. And then my wife, my wife had two. And she's like, who should I start? Should I start T. Brady mm-hmm. or should I start... Um, D Breeze. I'm like, you you do know it's Tom Brady, right? <laughs> and Drew Breeze. Like, <laughs> please. Right. Right. <laughs> Only two of the biggest stars in the league. <laughs> so it's funny. So my my wife also does fantasy football. Um, and so this is her first year doing FanDuel. Mm-hmm. Um, she did our old neighborhood league. Um. But so she she got in the FanDuel because we weren't doing the neighborhood league, and <laughs> up until this week she was actually beating me. <laughs> she was actually winning. She was almost. I think she's in second place. Well, she did good in, when she was in the neighborhood league. Yeah. I might bring the neighborhood league back next year. That was fun. It was. Uh, the I draft just, was always fun because everyone talked shit. Yeah, it just. I I had too much going on. Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm. Uh, I just I just get around to doing it. Yeah. Um. So one of the reasons why I like FanDuel, though, is because you don't... Let's say you draft, right? You, mm-hmm. Normal fantasy league, you draft. If someone gets hurt, you got to put them on IR or you got to drop them or whatever it is. Find someone off the waiver wire. With FanDuel, the thing that I like is every week you get your $60,000 allotment mm-hmm. and you fill your lineup. Yeah. And the next week, you do it all over again. Yeah. There's no continuation with it. Yep. Um. But it's like the casual sex of fantasy, more or less. <laughs> but the good, but the good thing with this is, and what they allow you to do is, they allow you to set up a league. Mm-hmm. So we've got it set up where you have. So you pay one entry fee. It's fifty dollars for the whole year, just like it is for normal fantasy football. Yeah. You, you pay your entry fee up front. But with the way this works is, every week you set your lineup, the winner gets fourteen dollars and fifty cents. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, the top three cash out also. Okay. But the good thing, so like right now, be, because you you're picking every week, the person at the bottom, like number eleven right now, or ten or number ten or eleven in the league, isn't out of it. Mm-hmm. Like they can still get in the top three. I think only a hundred points separates one from ten. Yeah, and a hundred points in Fanduel is nothing. You can make that up in two weeks. Right. Um, which for me, I mean, I, I really like that aspect of it because it keeps everyone involved mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Yeah, because when you, you know, I've had fantasy teams where I end up like, you know, by the, you know, I'm at two and seven. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm done. done with it. Yeah, I'm done. And then you have this where you know, but what also on the flip side of that is when you're good, when you're, and like, you're battling for that top spot, and you're playing a 
you know, I'm playing a guy who's like still into it, and you're playing the dude who's two and seven yeah. and is still starting. Uh, He's got two guys. magic as that. Yeah. yeah, starting two guys on a buy. Yeah, yeah, and then you're like, and I get it. Like if you forget, like I forgot. Oh crap! I forgot my, you know, or you only drafted one kicker and it's a buy, so you just go without the kicker. Um, that's not it. But what sucks is when it's that dude who's just done, right, and is not doing it at all. You're like crap! I have to play someone that's still doing this seriously, and you get to play. Nobody. <laughs> so some leagues put a poison pill in mm-hmm. where so everyone's got to pay their dues up front, mm-hmm. and the guy who comes in dead last has to put in another has to either it's like a it's like a uh, a penalty fee. Yeah, it's like a fifty dollar like so. Let's say everyone puts in fifty dollars in the beginning of the year. If you come in dead last, you have to put in another fifty. Right. So it keeps you from it, not wanting to finish dead last. Right. Yeah, and but so basically, what it, it keeps it, it, it makes sure that that guy will still keep putting in his lineup, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to put in the other fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. But some some things that don't, I see what happens. I mean, you, you see that happen all the time, where like someone just like stops playing for the last three weeks, and like if you need that person to be playing to knock off the guy that you're trying to knock yeah. out of the playoff, it's like. Come on, man. Like, yeah. you signed up to do this. Right. You're calling that dude up like, can you just try this? Right. Give me your password. I'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, the other, if, you, if you've been in a league that's been around long enough, though, people automatically do that because they don't, because the next year, if they're in it, they don't yeah. want you to be the one that says, oh, remember how you screwed me last year? Yeah. All my guys are on the bench this th- today. Right. <laughs> like- and that's, yeah. And the league I'm in now is pretty good. It's funny. I only know one of the, I know two of the people in it. The, and one of those two I haven't seen in probably 10 years. Right. Um, the other guys, I have no idea who they are. But, um, yeah. So, I want to bring up one more gripe uh, while I'm here. And this is back to regular NFL. And it's the taunting penalty. Oh, yeah. Which... You see the taunt, like you'll see a flag come out of nowhere. You're like, "What is this?" Like nothing happened, and it's taunting. Well, you know the big one, right? The one that just the one that happened like two weeks ago on the Chicago Bears kid. Mm-hmm. All right, so this kid signed off the practice squad. Chicago Bears are about they're they're in it. Sacks the quarterback, gets up, and kind of like. He kind of like takes like a couple crow hops to the hash mark mm-hmm. where the other team is. Yeah. And I think it's the Steelers mm-hmm. who happened to cut the guy. Yeah. So he's like, not, not that he said anything, but he's like, yeah. He's like, right. Like, I Revenge for him, right? Whatever right. it is. He he turns around. Like he, he didn't even go. He didn't go to the sideline. He was just like flexing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Turn, spins around, goes back to the bear sideline because i think it was the i think that was fourth down or whatever yeah. no no i'm sorry it was third down they're gonna yeah steelers are gonna punt ref throws a taunting flag on him. and then also hip checks him mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was like a weird thing the guy's last name was marsh from the, from yeah. the bears it was like the talk of like the next week of the nfl but, yeah but here, here's the thing so let's not make it some dude that just signed for the practice while it was cut from that team. Yeah. And it's J.J. Watt that does that. Okay. Is there any taunting flag thrown? No. I don't think so. 
Yeah, because you see some of these sack dances that people do. And, and I hate celebration. So here, you know, here comes my get off my lawn moment. Um, I played football. The team I played for, like, if you did that crap, like you scored a touchdown, hand the ball to the referee and get back to the huddle. Act like you've been there. So now they have taunting, which I just, I can't see when they allow certain players to do it. It's, it's. First of all, football, you almost need a law degree to decipher. Every major network now has a retired official on their crew to decipher these rules. Yep. So, and I've always said that of all the sports, football has, the officials have such an influence on how these games come out. You can throw a flag on every single snap. There's always a hold. There's always something. On every pass play, there's a little bit of interference between the two of them. You can throw a flag, it just chooses, you know, when they throw the flag, how it works out. But the taunting just adds a whole nother layer of subjectivity to it that I don't think needs to be there. But then the league, through whatever, they have their, this stupid camera in the end zone for them to pose and do choreographed end zone celebrations. So that's not taunting. If you're done in the prescribed location, but what that kid Marsh did is taunting. Right. And how soft are they? Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, oh, you're gonna you wanna run your mouth? Okay, I got you on the next one. And knock that dude's head off. But to have a taunting penalty, but then on the other side have the choreographed celebration where they're like bowling doing stupid nonsense and then just from a football mindset like you had to think about doing that right like you practiced that right yeah so you're going to practice that so that means that every offensive play is perfect no off no false starts no holding calls no illegal formations no fumbles, no interceptions. You did everything perfect to have enough time to do your stupid choreographed end zone dance. So, end of rant. That's my, uh, you know, my, my my peeve of the league at the moment. So, can't stand it. When did they start that camera in the end zone? So, I remember the Eagles doing it with Wentz when they were good. So, I want to say it was probably... At most five years ago, maybe less. I feel like it's something that happened because they used to throw a flag for excessive celebration, but now yeah. they have the effing camera to excessively celebrate. But they added the taunting flag. Yeah, I, I thought I, for some reason I thought it started last year. That end zone camera thing. Yeah, but or, last year was all COVID year, or, or maybe the year before that. Because I like I remember like someone got an interception. And then he was doing, like, the windmill thing, like, the come on windmill thing. Yeah. And they went to the end zone, and there was, like, I, I didn't really real, realize what was going on, because mm-hmm. I had never seen it before. No one, ever, I, no one ever said it was happening. Yeah. And then I see, like, all the teams do it now. Yeah. Like, especially the defensive side. Like, if there's an interception. Oh, they all run or, down. Or fumble pose. recovery. Yeah. Like, there was one dude, they intercepted it, and he went, like, I guess the camera's only in one end zone. They literally went 80 yards after the play was dead to go yeah. do some stupid stuff with the camera. I was like, come on. Like, 
who's going to run 80 yards to just pose in front of a camera for five seconds? Yeah. yeah. And now, and the thing is, like, there was some of the stuff that, like, like uh, Chad Johnson was doing and, like, with... Uh, I thought those were great, though. What's his name? Um, Terrell Owens. Yeah. Like, pulling out a cell phone and, like, signs the ball. Like, just pulls a Sharpie out of his sock. Like, that's individual stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but the whole team doing it for... Like, they can't dunk the ball over the goalpost. Like, it's a basketball. Yeah, that's dumb. But you can come down and pretend you're catching a fish, and the guy's going to flop around on the on the in the end zone like he's a fish. Yeah. I think, like, look, I think some of them are really funny. I think some of them are really entertaining. But I also think some of them are really stupid. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. But look, I get it. If you don't try, you, how are you going to hit gold, right? Yeah. But I also think that if – and I remember one time, like, the celebrations were, prim, like, encouraged by the NFL. Mm-hmm. And now, for whatever reason, this this year, this season, taunting was an emphasis point. Yeah. It's like, why? Like, who was – like, it's almost like creating a problem when there isn't one. Right. Like, who was complaining about this? Like, for the most part, it's kind of, like, other than, like, that, that camera thing after the interceptions and whatnot, like, that kind of lost its, like, and when, when it first started, it was pretty fun. But then after a while, it's like, okay, 15 dudes run over to camera. Everyone right. poses for a, ca- a selfie You're shot. down by 30 points. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we get it. It is what it is. <laughs> but, like, the end zone ones, I thought, were some of them were pretty cool, especially when they, like, when they first said it was okay to do it. Mm-hmm. Some of the choreographed ones I thought were really cool. Like they were really like some were really funny and well thought out. Um, but then all and I don't know why they did this. All of a sudden they were like, "No, we don't want this anymore." Yeah. Like it went back to being the no fun league. And it's like, yeah. I wonder what happened because you don't just. You don't just decide that it has to go away all of a sudden, unless they did. Well, yeah. But, Who knows what Goodell decided? I feel like, yeah, I feel like it was just like some arbitrary decision. It was like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. We tried it. Nobody, People liked it, and we don't want to give them what they like Except anymore. me. I hate it because <laughs> I'm a curmudgeon. You didn't think like some of those other ones? No. Like, look, I'm a curmudgeon. I, I mean, I thought No, were- I don't because you, you're not, if you're not, if you have time to do that, you better be absolutely perfect on everything else because you're wasting your time. If that were my high school football coach, did, run. Like, okay, wow. run. But there's a difference between pros is for entertainment, college and high school is it's not. to get to the pros. Right. It's, but, it's, or or yeah. to be disciplined. But the whole thing is, but I don't like excessive celebrations in any sport. So, like in baseball, yeah. when they do the little skip or whatever, oh, when the they baseball, hit third the baseball base. Are the worst. And then the, um, now I don't mind bat flips. I don't mind the chain pop. I'm cool with all that. But once you hit first base, just jog around the bases and come home. <laughs> you know, don't do your little stupid whatever at third base. Now they're all doing it. Uh, um, the spin. Yeah. Uh, hockey celebrations are pretty quick. Um, so they it's, don't bother me. It's kind of hard to dance when you're on ice skates. Yeah. Now, <laughs> so, like Timu Solani, when he threw his glove there and like shot it out of the air like it was a duck, that was pretty cool. Um, but... Basketball is just, I don't even watch basketball, so I can't comment. I don't either. Um, so, yeah, but I, the excessive stuff, like, my whole thing is act like you've been there. You know what I mean? Act like you've done this before. Right. And 
when you're running around dancing, like, you know, in your choreographed whatever act, you're not acting like you've been there. Right. Because my thing is, let's get this ball back and let's do this again. That's the celebration I'd like to see. Score another one. With basketball, I never understood why people get so jacked up over a dunk. Like, if I'm 6'7", dunking on a 9-foot hoop, yeah. or is it a 10-foot hoop? It's 10, yeah. Probably isn't that big of a deal. I'd be more impressed if, like, a 10-year-old did it. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, it's not like... Remember when, like, the big thing was when Jordan took off from the foul line? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. You dunking from yeah the the uh, the three second circle is <laughs> impressive, right? You climbing some European white dude isn't impressive. Yeah, I agree because he doesn't jump. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, he dunked over seven seven George Mirasan. <laughs> you mean George the statue? Yeah, <laughs> like my man didn't. He couldn't jump. Like George dunked when he just put the when he put his hand above his head. Yeah, that was just like him reaching for something on top of the counter, yeah. <laughs> like on top of the cupboard. Like I remember when George would like would dunk. I don't know why I remember George Mir, but probably because when George Mirasan was uh, a Washington Bullet. Yeah. When I was here. Yeah. And I went and saw a Bullets game one time when I was a kid. I think it was either him or Manute Bull. I forgot which one I saw, but they were both so tall, like. Their jumping ability was almost non-existent. Right, they have like a six-inch vertical. So like they would do this little bunny hop and dunk it. I was like, was the bunny hop necessary? <laughs> you're already there. You're, right. It's like, you're pretty much licking the rim. Right. I think you could have just dropped it in, bud. <laughs> but then like, but nowadays like these these 6'10 dudes are, are 6'7 to 6'10. They're dunking. They're running away from the hoop screaming like they yeah. just won the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah. Meanwhile, the NBA scores are like, 135 to 128 like right and but, we're uh, and we're and we're jacked up over every dunk yeah like, <laughs> eh, come on now but they uh i remember so george mirazon remember when the michael jordan cologne came out <laughs> oh, so God. snl did a com- commercial with george mirazon and they're like and he was called because jordan's was called michael i think and his was called george and they're like <laughs> so he goes what is that smell? And he goes, onions. <laughs> I remember. Like, he wasn't a host. It was like one of those little those commercials they do. <laughs> what is that smell? Onions. <laughs> now that you brought that up, I, I completely forgot about that. I remember watching that episode. I was crying. Yeah, so That's how funny, funny it was. At that, at that one part of it. Oh, my. I'm, I'm, I need to go look it up on YouTube. Um well, this actually ran long. This episode ran, like, this is almost the longest, not the longest one we ever had, but yeah, it went pretty long. So I hope we had fun with this uh, NFL-themed episode, and hopefully we'll do a couple more, probably another month or so after the playoffs start shaking out. Um, please uh, like, subscribe, comment, share, and we're going to do another call, another call to action. If you can, share this with one friend. Maybe share it on your... Uh, on your Facebook page, your Twitter, your Instagram, wherever you guys are. We do have a Facebook page. Just look up Dumb Idea Podcast uh, if you just want to share the Facebook page or if you want to share the website, dumbideapodcast.com slash subscribe. We are on all the major platforms. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.